This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. We are back. We're talking about some post-game interviews, or I guess interviews. AD, I saw this on the um, the YouTube. Carl Sykes Jr., he take Kenny Pickett the last six games. Maybe not the last six years, but the last six games. Yeah. Ooh. Pickett come, is come, come back, Kenny. Kenny, yeah, come back? Yeah, he's played some good games, man. He's played some good ones. I'm not going to get down this rabbit hole with the Steelers, but, man, I'm, I'm not sold on Matt Canada. I'd go, <laughs> to, I would, I'm, too, I'd go after Byron Leftwich, man, at Tampa. What about Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, that'd be my first one. But he's in Thailand with a one-way ticket, so yeah, I don't know he, if he's he, going back. He's not going back. <laughs> I looked up his contract. He gets paid $5.5 million until the 27 season. So Every year? So you got 23 5.5 million. 24, 5.5 million. So that's 11. 25, 5.5 million. 26, 5.5 million. 22. 27, 5.5 million. So 27 and a half million. He good. He good. He good. He might not come back. <laughs> and I saw some of his pictures of his vacation. Is Thailand nice? I might not come back either. <laughs> I was going to say, is Thailand nice? Oh, Thailand is very nice. Thailand, we're, we're Cliff Kingsbury, Thailand. You talk Thai, I don't talk Thai. You talk Thai. Remember, Thai. That, remember that <laughs> movie, man? Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury, Thailand is nice. Yes, very yeah. nice. Very nice. He's, he's in a beautiful country. So is, is Cliff Kingsbury married? No, 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 no. He's chilling. Got gotcha. chilling. We were talking about the relationship between sideline reporters and coaches. Let's play the one real fast. Um, I'm going to play the, the, the most controversial for last. Let's play the one with Coach Osborne um, and Coach Spurrier at halftime of the, the of the bludgeoning in the desert. Michelle, we're just getting clobbered right now. Uh, hopefully we can try to do something to make a game out of it, but we're, we're getting beat pretty bad all the way around. Down 25, you haven't been down this no. far all season. How do you get your team emotionally back on track? Well, we're going to keep playing hard, and hopefully something good will happen, see what happens. We'll hopefully keep throwing it around a little bit, and hopefully it can pass part. Thanks, Coach. Let's send it over to Michael Barkham. All right, Michelle. Coach, your game plan obviously working. Did you make any adjustments at all after they got their 10 points on the board because you're just exploding? No, we... You know, it's athletes. It isn't game plan. We're just playing well, and we got got some speed and got some guys that can play. But you know, Florida's got a very explosive uh, football team, and we got a, a half to go, so we're not out of this thing yet. But so far, we played well. Your big flurry began after uh, you got the safety. Were you surprised that they went with five wideouts on their own goal line? Oh, I don't know. That's that's their business, and we we just got to do what we got to do. <laughs> I don't know. That's their business. Coach Osborne and oh. Coach, it, it just is beauty. That's their business. <laughs> that is just like everybody was always always like, oh, Tom Osborne, he don't have no humor and stuff like that. But some of his his interviews were classic, like the 92, oh, is it nine? No, 93 Florida State game. O.J. Simpson interviews him at halftime, and Calvin Jones had got injured, mm-hmm. and Lawrence, we didn't know, was going to come into the game in the second right. half. And and OJ goes, so what are you going to do about the running game in the second half? And 
Tio looks over at OJ and goes, I don't know. Can you suit up? I mean, <laughs> that is just – that is classic Coach Osborne well, right juice, there. juice, you got any juice left? You got any juice in the tank? <laughs> See, the, the reporters on the sideline have been um, um, there's been a, a there's been a, a funny relationship for years. You know, of course, then you yeah. have the ones like uh, Joe Namath's. In fact, in fact, in his that's when he stopped drinking. That yeah. that was not a good interview that he Susie, had. Susie Colber. He just kept asking, "Can I kiss you?" I'm like, "Yeah, you probably don't want to ask that to report yeah. the sideline. That's called going to jail." Yeah. <laughs> is what that is. And Sanderson, yes, Osborne was so sneaky funny. He was man. He was sneaky funny. Now let's play this one on. Um, that we have with Harbaugh, if we could. You told us your guys were going to be disciplined. What did you think about that last penalty? Well, I didn't like the last penalty. And so what will you tell your guys defensively? Uh, we'll be fine. Our guys will be fine. It's going to be a hard-fought game out here. We're, we're going to play a good game. And Tyler Huntley with that interception, you said we might see Anthony Brown. What will that take? We'll just see how the game goes, okay? Thanks. Thanks, John. Good interview. To the point. That was just on uh, Sunday. Saturday. Thoughts. Yeah, Sunday. this is past week. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday night. Thoughts? I don't know. Like, I look at it from a, a standpoint of reporter, and I, I think, she, like, she's just asking questions, number one. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's the, been the problem, though, guys. Like, we've started to see this world, like, the sports world transition to in-game interviews yeah. with coaches. I don't like it. So you're catching them in the element. You're seeing it with baseball. If you ever watch yeah. Major League Baseball, they throw a headset on a pitcher that pitched the day before while in the dugout while the game's going on, whatever. Yep. But and now you're seeing interviews down the sideline with coaches every quarter. You're seeing it with, like, you're seeing guys, coaches mic'd up pregame yeah. when they're going through warm-ups. Like, Things like that will eventually you're going to get clips like this because they're in their element, and when things don't go correctly or things are going awry like they do pretty much every week, they they're not going they don't have to, let's be honest they don't have time to put on a face for the media they don't that's not what they're worried about or concerned about so they're going to say something like this that slips up they're going to just going to do it I'm all yeah. about mic'd up moments in a game with players like I'm all about it yeah. but don't try to pull them away if it's the All Star game if it's the Pro Bowl that's one thing right. right? But in the middle of a, of, a, of a regular season, and like it was on Sunday, a playoff game, this is kind of what you're going to – this is a risk you take in order to get that 30-second interview after the first quarter when you're losing and you're not doing right. well. Right. And it's this crazy, though, take. you know, like the, great point. The, the, the interviews that were never great kind of turned legendary. Like you mm-hmm. look back at Popovich and Craig Sager all those years, and Popovich would give Sager absolutely nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yep. now you look back and you're like, that was some of the, those were some of the best interviews in history, but – I guess you just got to kind of take them with a grain of salt. You can't get too. You're not going. You're not going to get much if you got a coach running into halftime and they're down by 25. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get much out of them mm-hmm. because they're thinking, "How am I try to get my team back?" They're into processing this? it still. Now, yeah. Now, great. Like the unnamed texter on on the text line says, "What is she supposed to ask?" And I'm on that side as well. Yeah. Like, I'm on that side, but I'm also like Jim Hart or John. Excuse me, not Jim. John doesn't have time to to give a, a sixty second or a ninety second right. answer mm-hmm. because guess what he's doing his job that he's getting paid millions of dollars to do exactly and, and they're trying to win a freaking football game mm-hmm. I mean let's that. be honest so it's he does he doesn't like the coaches whether it's John whether it's whether it's Greg Popovich whether it's I don't know Joe Madden for the Chicago Cubs or Angels or Belichick yeah, yeah no questions no, yeah, exactly like, <laughs> what like, did you see. They don't have time to worry in that moment. In that moment, they yeah. don't. Their first priority is about the football game and doing a job. It's yeah. not about 
oh, I got to think about how I want to respond to this this question right here. It's always funny with Bill Belichick, too, because his press conferences are, you know, he don't give you anything, and it's mm-hmm. on to New York, on to New York. But then you see, like, Chris Berman or somebody walk in, and it, it that gives them the royal treatment. It's like Bill Belichick's another one of those coaches. He has a great, you know, personality and a great sense of humor. He just don't – he doesn't show it to a lot of people. But. Nah, uh-uh. You know, um, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest, <laughs> Eric. Let's be honest. Let's be Fellas, honest, here's my here's my take on it. Okay, I don't like in game interviews. I don't. Yeah. You know, it's like I said, you're catching someone in the heat of battle. Their mind, their adrenaline's going. They got to think a hundred miles. Especially coaches, like you said, they're paying, being paid a ton of money. The pressure is immense. However, though, those reporters, that network. They also help pay your dang salary. Mm-hmm. True that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They also help pay your salary. So those reporters, just like you're doing your job, okay, granted, that coach is making millions. Yeah. Well, some of that money is coming from that network who's paying, you know, those TV rights in the NFL, so you do get paid those millions. Yeah. So you got Both to... people are trying to do their jobs. Yep. But my thing is this. On both sides, respect. Exactly. Just show respect. Yep. You know, and, and to, uh, unknown te- unnamed texter said the same thing. Like I said, I feel like the reporters, uh, what are these posts ask? And I agree. They're doing the best they can. They're trying to make the, the, the questions quick and concise. Um, and I get where, uh, where Harbaugh, John is coming from, too. He wants to make it quick and concise. It's just an awkward situation for both parties. Yeah. I would much rather agree with him doing uh, pregame and postgame uh, interviews. Yeah. During the game, to your point, Nick, other than an all-star game or something of that nature, more of a, a, a charity all game. About it. All, all about, about it. it. All about it. But during the game, I think it, get, I think it gets tough. But, I have, I, but the thing is, it's something that has it, it happens. I mean, here's the thing, here's the deal, guys. You're getting to a point in, in Major League Baseball and, and in Major League Baseball, there's been a decent response because there's a lot of downtime in baseball in between mm-hmm. pitches and things like right. that, where they're miking up outfielders yeah. during the game, talking to them during, during the game. <laughs> talking to them in a game. Right now, is it a cool element? Absolutely, but you run the risk of things oh, like yeah. this happening. You run the risk of that. Now, does it give an an, an interesting perspective to where we don't get a, a light in or we don't get to see what it's like or what their mm-hmm. mentality is like. Absolutely. It gives an awesome perspective, but you run the risk of people being rude yep. when you're trying, when you're, when you are interrupting what they are paid to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're paid to do. Saban's give, given some beauty halftime interviews ooh. in his time too, you know? So it's, ooh. it's a tough, it's a tough. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Same, I'm not gonna. Saban, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Saban has said his wife has got on him a few times the way he's treated reporters yeah. there, which was kind of interesting. But again, unnamed texture, good point. I feel like the reporters don't want to be there either, but their boss are telling them they have to. It, it's the truth. Yep. And also, that network is paying the NFL a lot of money to have that yep, access. To get so, that access. Oh, uh, it goes both ways. Oak Valley Husker says, I didn't mind the question, I liked the response. Good question to ask, and I think he literally said what was on his mind. He has to show the, how the game goes. I truly agree. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> somebody said, "Muscle man, Randy, was Randy Savage, Macho, Macho man." man. You know, I'm killing you, brother, <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> oh boy, Marshawn Lynch press conference were terrible. I'm just here to don't get fine, man. Yep. Now let's play this one before we go to our break. This is the one. There's a reason why I actually had these clips played today. If we can play this one, Nick. The game, you call timeout, or there's a timeout. What did like you say? Many times. You were so like, good. Hold on. Many times. Did we miss three wide open shots? We did. We did. That's why we were down 8 0. Not what we're running and all that. There you go. Raph, give the backstory on this one, brother. All right. So that is John Calipari. Calipari, and it was an interview with Holly Roll, R O W E. Sorry, my 
W slurred there. Mm-hmm. But um, at halftime, walking off the court, and Coach Cal actually kind of grabbed her by the shoulders and was kind of like holding on to her while he was answering the question. Mm-hmm. And ESPN and Holly have filed a uh, charges against him for um, misconduct or yeah. So I and I'm sorry. What he did in today's world probably was not right, but I I look I watched I went back and I watched the interview, and it just to me it looked like he felt he had the rapport with her to do that, mm-hmm. and I if she, I I guess I think you might have been able to let him you know apologize and you know call it good apologize never do that again. I just feel like to file charges on something that was. There was no like there was no negative and I and I totally understand he should not have done it in her her mind but I I could see more of an apology mm-hmm. more than filing charges. I mean, that could be AD, you could walk up to somebody and think you have good rapport with them and give them a hug in the audience even. And they could be like, "Oh, yes. sorry AD." You know. And Raf, you know what? Here's what I stopped doing in speaking in the past 8 years because we we are in a very cancel culture today. Like it or not, we yeah. are in a very cancel culture. Yeah. And Back in the, when I first started speaking, man, I'd walk up and give somebody a hug. I didn't know the audience. High five. I have the bald head. They have the, the bald head. I'd rub their – I don't do that anymore. You yeah. can't because you don't know – and, and, I'll, and I'll put it this way too in the person's defense. You don't know what that person could have went through in the past where that's taken place yeah. to, you know, to elicit yeah. some unwanted feelings. Yeah. You know? So all that in consideration. Think about this, Nick, before your time. Family Feud. What was the host's name, Raph, on the Family Richard Feud? Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Now, check this out, Nick. You watch some old clips. Richard Dawson wouldn't shake hands with the ladies. He'd kiss them Every on the lips. He'd go down the line. Mwah. Hey, sugar. Mwah. 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 And it, and it no was. And, way. And, and, oh, no. And it was like, this is where it got really creepy. This is my 14-year-old dollar, daughter, Caroline. Yeah, that's really creepy. And he lay one on the 14-year-old wow. girl. Hey, my man, Rich, what was his name again? Richard, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson was, he was smooching on, everybody. He was on Hogan's Heroes. Also. Yes, Richard Dawson on the Family Feud. As he was shaking it, it's the same, same show that Steve Harvey hosts right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Steve Harvey today in 2023 <laughs> walking down the aisle kissing somebody. He couldn't. We, we, Thomas, you were right. We're to cancel everything culture. If Steve Harvey, first of all, if Steve Harvey didn't grab their hand and rub their nah, buddy, you're done. Yeah. So you think about Richard Dawson back in the day walking down the contestant row and just planting smooches yeah. on the lips. Every single, every single girl contestant. Everyone. That's wild. It was buck wild. So, I'll say this in John's defense. I don't think, I, in fact, I would say 100% there was no ill intent or anything, yeah. you know, in the windows or thing like that. But we're in an age, you just can't do that. If yeah. I'm talking to somebody in that situation, I'm not putting my hands on you. Yeah. I'm not touching yeah. you. I'm not even patting you on the back. I'm just going to hand behind my back and say, how you doing? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> cool hand Luke said. <laughs> He said Richard Dawson was also blitzed out of his mind. <laughs> you got to have a couple beverages before the feud. I think Can you we talk few... about how annoying Family Feud is? I've never this is, I've this watched is something it since. I stand by. I get so annoyed with all the clapping. Yeah, there's a lot of clapping. <laughs> Great answer. Just... Great answer. Great right. answer. Great answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then the horn goes. Then the horn sounds. Is it wrong? That's all right. We'll get it next time. We'll get it next time. Oh my gosh, it's so much clapping. Well, it's so funny now is um, <laughs> when I go down to Houston, my niece and nephew, 
they have like the little card family feud yeah. card game. Yeah. So then I act like I'm Richard Dawson. I don't give the kisses thank goodness, though. Thank They're goodness. good, but I do. And a hundred people I'm were surveyed, you, and glad you care. So yeah, so every Christmas we got to play Family Feud down in Houston. <laughs> so all right, awesome. we'll Take send her to break. It's the drive ninety two point seven. The ticket. This is a thirty second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title: Project Planning Homeowner One Hundred One. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.